What's up, everybody? Welcome to In the Guard, your one-stop shop for all things combat sports. All right, we got some boxing going on, some MMA coming off the heels of UFC Fight Night Brunson versus Till Vegas thirty six. You know, England trying to reclaim uh, their colonies over uh, this week. It's an well, weekend, huh? They're doing better than China. <laughs> <laughs> We can talk <laughs> geopolitics later. I, I would argue against that comment. But I'm anyway. talking about it from a fighter standpoint. Oh, oh okay. okay, okay. <laughs> when it comes to influence <laughs> in the UFC. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. But <laughs> as far as this event goes, Brunson versus Till. Let's take it up right there from the main event. Darren, what are the gorilla they call him? Till? The gorilla Till. Versus Derek the One. I like Derek two checks. Mm. He always he hashtags that because he always gets his bonus check and yeah, his win yeah. check. But anyway... Derek Brunson versus Darren Till. A fight we both thought Derek Brunson would, t you know, take take and win the fight for sure. And sure, he did. I, pretty much, I guess, what we thought would happen, right? He'd wrestle fuck he Darren Till for him. three rounds yeah. until Till tapped. Until he's one of those guys you take away his pop outside of the first, second round. I mean, what are you going to well, get? When we first addressed this card, I kind of had a Till lean because, obviously, I think everyone, you know, Till's the more popular fighter here, right? He's kind of the more entertaining guy. He's fun to this not even i uh, just in the cage but outside the mm. cage he's more he's more of a he's better person charisma and he has the highlight reel like he does have a highlight reel type knockout power but then we i really started watching you know tape and breaking down numbers i know this guy throws like one or two strikes per minute yeah like you're you're not gonna win and fights he's like he's like connor he relies on that left hand right and you're not gonna win fights against the top five of any division with one trick it's not gonna work Derek brunson's been on fire lately he's fought Lethal strikers, right? Kevin Holland, who was 5-0 and in 2020 with four knockouts in that time. Uh, Edmund Shabazzian, who's undefeated, mm -hmm. you know, great kickboxer. He's been fighting this fight for the last two years. That would be a good fight, Till and Shabazzian. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I don't know where else Darren Till can well, go. Well, I think after Till this. they need to they need to bring him back and groom him some more. Like he's just not but ready. Like after, he's already bad at a title shot against at welterweight, right? You move up and he hasn't he hasn't won at middleweight. His last win was against a lightweight. And yeah, Donald Cerrone. Cerrone. And Donald Cerrone still was not, you know, falling off like he is now. That's right before well, Cerrone went on his run. He had a close fight with Whitaker. <laughs> close fight with Whitaker. Yeah, but close but no cigar. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't win that fight. That's what's keeping him in the mix, though. But yeah, yeah. finished by Brunson. You got knocked out by a 55er in Mosfidal, right? Mm -hmm. like, where where do you go from here? You got Shabazzian, maybe. You got to go backwards. You're definitely yeah. not going back up, right? You got to well, take a big step back. He... Till tweeted something about, you know, the greats come back and win, and Charles Oliveira offered to train with him. I don't know. How, I mean, maybe help him with his, uh, his ground game a little bit. And yeah, I mean, ground game is one thing, but I, I think, like, he got 28 strikes thrown in just about three rounds. You have volume. You, you, you're not going to teach a guy to throw more volume. you got to do that on your own because mm -hmm. uh, his kickboxing is solid. Like he, he's a good striker. He's got good power. He just doesn't throw. He wants yeah. that one-punch knockout. You're giving your opponent too much time to set up their game. But he, like, they'd say, like, the, the top strikers, they hit the threes and the fours, right, the one, two, three, fours. He barely hits one twos. It's one fall back, one fall yeah. back, one fall and back. He's a lot. He's in his hands a lot more than his legs. And like, traditionally, he does have good takedown defense. He even stopped half the ones that Brunson tried to get on him. He, uh, but once Brunson on top, he smothered him for sure. I thought mm -hmm. there was gonna be a ground upon finish around one. Yeah, he was beating the fuck out beating of him. Beating the from piss out of him. His eye was closed from that point on. Yeah. I, I just. He's too big to be a welterweight. Maybe you know, not good enough to be a middleweight. Not not powerful enough to be a middleweight. I don't know where this guy. I think might be on strike force. Like <laughs> strike force like, had to reopen like he, strike force. He's the guy that Dana wanted to take Connor's place, right? Mm. 
but we'll talk later on this card. There's a guy who who came up, showed out, who has the personality, the mm-hmm. accent, all the looks. That mm-hmm. you know, he could be that kind of regret. They're not the same. Don't get me wrong, but like yeah. that role for sure, he could play that role. Yeah. Darren Till might be in trouble. The fact that Patty showed out earlier, Darren Till might be. The, I mean, you know, if you look at the the lineup here, you know, there's a lot of good guys below him. I think he could hang with or. No, I'm not. I, I'm not even arguing that. But I'm arguing once you go up, right? Like, I know. I mean, like there's no going up for him, right? I agree. I think he's he got to do make some like serious he might changes. lose a Shabazzian fight. He might. He could lose a Uriah Hall fight. Yeah, the Gaslam fight was close. Strickland probably beats him. Like a lot of people argue, Gaslam beat him. Give him yeah. Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland, a, a fight that he probably would lose. Give him. I think he'd lose to Holland. I, I think he loses to Kevin Holland. He doesn't throw enough. Kevin yeah. Holland's faster than him. He throws Longer, more volume, and if it does go to the ground, he'll tap him. Yeah. If he's going to the ground, he'll tap him. Like Tavares, he maybe he's Brad Tavares. Tavares doesn't strike that much either. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe Chris Weidman. I'll give him Chris Weidman with one leg. That's probably <laughs> what's going <laughs> to That's probably the fight that he's going to Fight he, to make. <laughs> if you see Darren Till versus Chris Wright, Weidman, that means Danny White has not given up. He wants to give him Weidman another Weidman will win. probably wrestle. Go, go for it. I'm, I'm taking Weidman <laughs> in that fight for sure. We got a new uh, horse in town coming back too. Luke Rockhold, another guy, would mm. probably fucking light Darren Till up. Because I don't see why Brunson doesn't get his title shot or close to it. Well, we got Canyon here just won, right? Yeah. He just won. That's probably the fight that happens. Because mm. one, Dana White does not want to give uh, Derek Brunson a title shot. He's 38 years old, and I get why. Yeah. Um, he already has lost to Izzy Adesanya, so it's not like they haven't fought before. They have, he has a loss under his belt. I'm, I would not be against him getting a, a title shot, but I think. Obviously, Whitaker gets the next shot, and the, the one after that is going to be the winner of Costa Vittori. It's got to be, which is weird because it's going to be rematches. Yeah. Unless Canyonier beats Brunson, then Canyonier slides into that yeah. role. All right, let's go to the next fight. This was a pretty good one. Another good one. Well, it lasted. This, this is the future <laughs> yeah. of the heavyweight division right here. You kind of see what Ciro Gan, uh, even Chris Dawkins, not these big burly dudes anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, lean, you know, like pretty uh, slim for well, the division. Well, that's a fucking natural heavyweight. That dude's yeah. six foot five. Yeah, but saying, he's not. He's not like the tank. Like even like you know, Ngannou's a big, hefty dude. Derek Lewis, Curtis yeah. Blades. These guys aren't built like that. But this guy's just athletic. structurally big though. Too. Yeah. So he's not pumping a lot of weights right. or anything. He's just a big fucking dude. And he has hands. Yeah, fast as hell, vicious elbows, and he can sub if he needs to. Yeah. Uh, that's Tom Aspinall, who again, one of the guys I think is the future of the heavyweight division. Versus another guy who I still think has a bright future with Sergey Sp- uh, Spivak. Um, was it what three fight win streak coming in here? Yeah. Beats yeah. beats yeah. some big names. Alexei Olenek his last fight, although he no didn't really impress in that one. Did mm. Spivak not throw a single punch? We're seeing he threw eleven, but just didn't hit oh, it. Hit, right. hit he it. threw eleven. He, yeah, he, he threw eleven. Landed zero yeah. punches. Yeah, Asimov kind of hit him with the flurry early on. Spivak's best chance of winning this fight was to push the fight make it longer ugly. and, and make, make it go ugly. longer. Yeah. Uh, the big question we still have Aspinall is his gas tank. He kind of tested a little bit against Arlovsky, but again, that's a 40-something-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see if he got in a second round with a guy like Spivak, uh, who, again, I still think is going to be a big factor in that in that division. He can grapple. Yeah. He can get ground upon. He can sub you. He so can he came on 10-day notice, too. He came for short fight, notice, so. yeah. Uh, from I was, was he in Moldova? Like if you, like ten days ago, he might have been in Moldova just chilling, you know, living life. And I was like, might okay, be I'll, jet lagged. Yeah, fight. I'll fly to Vegas and fight this fight against this fucking killer, yeah. right? Like, yeah. so again, I don't think he. There's just not the last we've heard of Sergey Spivak, Tom Aspinall. I think the next fight he ends up getting is going to be Augusto Sakai. Augusto Sakai. I think it's going to be his next fight. He ends up getting. That's up there in like the. I think he's eighth. Yeah, that's a good fight to make. The fight I kind of talked about with Tony yesterday that I think is a dream fight that will it's never going to happen, but it's him and Stipe Miocic. Mm. 
the boxing style of Stipe, right? If you know Aspinall gets that way, it's a huge scalp for him. If Stipe beats Aspinall, Stipe's got that right to that, that championship match again. I think it's a win-win for everybody. But Stipe's pretty much said, "I'm fighting for that title or not yeah. fighting at all." But if you're gonna hang out in the <laughs> rankings and block the blocked away, fight some of these young fuckers that want to come. I think up. we need the battle of the Sergeys. Yeah, Pavlovich didn't yeah. play this. So give yeah, him Spivak and Pavlovich. He's at 15. <laughs> right. And they, I mean, he, yeah. he, he, he Battle for the top 15 yeah. spot. Battle for who gets to keep their name. Yeah, I mean, I want to <laughs> keep... For your and, name. I, and I'm trying to work around this because I definitely want to keep Aspinall and Dawkins away from each other for a while. Yeah, I agree with that. Let that be an eliminator fight or something like that when they're both in line for that championship opportunity. What's next? Uh, all right. Probably the only kind of dud on the card. It was, it was a solid card at all. Honestly, there was no yeah. boring fights. Even this fight was okay. But if you had to pick a, a, yeah. a dud, it was probably this one right here. Uh, Alex the Great White Morona versus David Zavada. Uh, a fight we both, at least DraftKings-wise, were heavy invested in Zavada. Uh, but Morona came out and basically won an ugly fight. Like, it was, you know, mixing it up. There's some takedowns. Yeah. You know, good, good striking for sure. It was tough to call for me. I thought Zavada won round one. You know, you thought Morona won round one in that fight. It was, but it's one of those where like, yeah, it depends. I mean, what Morona angle won you're two and three for sure. Yeah, well, three without a question. Yeah. There was no there was question. But if you look, you can tell by the numbers: ninety-one to ninety-six on strikes, one takedown. It, this fight was back and forth. There was never really a big moment. Yeah. Like, you know, there was never a threat that this fight was going to be over. It was just kind of them trading, almost seemed like a, a glorified sparring match. You know. I mean, I know they got some bruises today. I'm not trying to diminish what they said, but they yeah. were basically they traded back and forth for three rounds, and you know, Moreno got the edge. Moreno got I'm, the better of it, yeah. which I'm not. I'm not mad about that decision. Uh, All right, going. let's get to some controversy here. Well, some controversy, or you know, it's the, a fight. Uh, is it the new, is it the, <laughs> or is it the new leg kick? Right, yeah, we've been talking about leg kicks forever. Yeah. We had uh, the Baltic Gladiator Modestus Bukaki versus Khalil. <laughs> <laughs> Khalil Roundtree Jr. Khalil, we don't know which one's going to show up, Roundtree. When he shows up like he did last night, Khalil Roundtree can fucking fight with anybody in the world. Yeah, He's a world beater when he's motivated, when he's aggressive like he was, because he beat the shit out of Moduskas Bukaki for... He bukkake the shit out of his face. Nose was broken. His, <laughs> his nose was broken less than a minute into the fight. Yeah. He was on his back foot. A guy who fights on his back foot naturally anyway. Oh, was that the kick to the nose? I didn't the see this no, fight. This is the kick to the knee. Oh, the, the, kick. Knee, the oblique yeah. kick. And he ends it in the second round. Was it? Yeah, second round. Oblique kick against the fence it to the knee. Counters the jab with the... And, to the knee. and he just fucking Fucks collapses his, 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 out. Collapse his leg down to the floor, you know, folds like an accordion. He's and got goes people down from the, the MMA community, other fighters hollering for this technique to be banned. Which is, I think, the most ridiculous mm. claim in the world because we elbow and knee and ground and pound and choke you unconscious and snap arms and heel hooks and everything else that we're trying to damage your body. Mm-hmm. This is just another one. You know, leg kicks. You know, we see people breaking their legs. They're not calling to stop the leg kicks, right? It's yeah. part of the game. It, it's not like it's happening all the time either. It's not happening. It's not. This is the first yeah, time I've seen it happen. First time I've right. seen it. Yeah. Right, and it, it's. I get it from their standpoint, though. Like it could, it could be a career-ending in, injury. Like I get it. But I know it's a different sport. But it's a common kick used in Muay Thai, mm. and there's not motherfuckers' knees popping out all the time in Muay Thai either. He timed that shit perfectly. Yeah. Though. All yeah, his weight exactly. was on that so fucking knee. And if. Now that it's in, you know, the ether, right? It's out there. People have seen it. Train for it. You're fighting Khalil Roundtree. You know that's something that can fucking come up. You'll be more prepared for it. You're probably not going to cut off guard. Getting caught off guard, that's how that happens, right? Now that it's out there, it's probably more likely you'll defend it. 
and you'll, you'll see it coming or at least to the point where you're not going to fucking get your knee blown out. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta assume the risks, right? Like, you know, this is your only profession. You know that the risk for injury is a fucking high, you know, a fu- fucking Al Hazak uh, or Razak Al Hassan's kick to the fucking, uh, Alexei Dicherico last week did way more damage to that man's life than that kick did to fucking, mm. uh, Bukaki. I there's way more damage to Bukaki with that fucking name than, yeah. than that kick that Clear Roundtree did. And to be honest, again being harsh, Bukaki was like on a four fight losing streak. Like mm-hmm. this is his fourth fight in a row. No matter what happened, he was going to get finished in that fight. He was out of the UFC and probably career probably was not looking too bright going forward anyway. Yeah, it's a fight. It's dangerous. It's not safe. And you know, I mean, people. And I'm one of them that kind of bash. You know, Dana Waite treats fighters. But he says it himself. This is not a career. It's an opportunity. You got to do what you do while you're in there, but you're not going to be here for long. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's a long fighting career? Five, seven years tops? I mean, you have the, you have the, the Some anomalies. Some of those guys, 10, yeah. 10. Yeah, those are anomalies, though. How many mm-hmm. people are in and out before you know? They have their three, they have a cup of coffee and they're gone. So, again, anyone who's, I, I get a fighter not wanting to take that and that's your risk. But, again, you're hopping a fucking cage. The thing started with no rules to start with. The fact that you're in there with a person that's trying to knock your head off, you can snap arms, choke you out. It's just part of the game. Yeah. It's just part of the game. Uh, all right, let's keep rolling. First fight on the main card. Patty the Batty, the, 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 the man <laughs> who should make Darren Till very nervous tonight. <laughs> Look at that stance. Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't fucking off. Luigi <laughs> Italian standing. Uh, Benjamini. Which was an awesome one-round fight. Yeah. This was a great one-round fight. Patty the Batty, much hyped, right? Much hula, all that, you know, everything coming from Cage Warriors. He was the champ champ, kind of the, the kind of McGregor clone. And coming over here, everybody, they've been try, UFC's been trying to get this guy for years. Yeah. They finally sign him. He makes his debut. And he has a pretty fucking tough first fight. Luigi Vangemini is not an easy guy, uh, an easy out. Has nine, like nine finished victories mm-hmm. in his career. Only two losses. And one of them, I think, is a bullshit loss to Faraz Yam, his last fight. But it will not go down that road again. And he comes out and he starts fucking pounding Patty. Mm-hmm. Patty's big, big for that 155. That's the first thing I noticed when I saw yeah. him. He's, he's, he's a big boy. He's a big, big dude from 155 pounds, but he also has that tall guy defense. Yeah. Chin is out there. And fucking Luigi hit that thing. Mm-hmm. He, he fucking hit <laughs> I, the, It wasn't looking good for I Patty. I thought it was over for fucking Patty the Batty. Like, oh, here we go. One of these <laughs> hype trains derailed. But he fucking showed. He's got heart. Yeah. He's got chin. And he came back and he fucked Luigi up in the second half of that round and got the finish uh, late in the first yeah, round. Yeah, it, it was fun to watch. Man, to man, oh, up. man. Now, there's definitely still flaws there. Patty is traditionally a grappler, so we, yeah. you see the flaws in his stand-up. That's how he got fucking connected. He's there, got some time to, to let the he, top kind of yeah, weed its way let, out. But are they going to give him future. that time? You know, the train's rolling out. I mean, how many more fights does some of those guys up there in the top five have left? I don't know, but there's a lot of guys in that 155 division. If they connect like Luigi did, he's yeah. going to fuck to sleep. That's a not, well, these are much better grappers than Luigi. If, if he fights fucking Justin Gaethje and eats one of those, he's going yeah. to fucking night. night. Yeah. He could fucking get knocked out by Michael Johnson or something like that. Imagine fighting Makachev. Yeah, well, Makachev. So, but that would be fun with the grappling on the floor. Yeah, but I think this Makachev's so fucking strong and big. Yeah, I mean, again, he's in a tough, tough division. Great debut. I'm happy for the guy. He's all. He's fun. He's. he's We're like, not really sure if Benjamin is a true 155 or either. He seems know? small. Yeah. I, I, but is he small or is this motherfucker so big? Well, they're different body frames, but I th- yeah, I think Vendramedi could go at least. I down. think Patty could fight at welterweight. Maybe lift a little bit of weight, yeah. fill out a little bit. He probably he's only around. what twenty five, twenty six years old. He's still young. Yeah. yeah, he still hasn't hit his athletic prime yet. 
I mean, he's bigger than Connor. And we'll talk about another fighter about the same age as him that kind of has the same flaws as he does with Charles Jordan later. He's got to he's got to shore up that defense on his yeah. feet because he, again, he got hit, he got rocked. He was real close to losing your debut in the first round. But shout out to him. He's got the fucking he's got the chin and Ned the fucking wherewithal to finish. Like yeah. that just you know got out of decision or something like that. No, he came back and knocked the fucking guy out in the first round. So we'll ship yeah. us some more Patty the Batty. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sign me up. He's yeah. one of those guys. That, okay, Patty's fighting. I want to watch it. I'm in. All right, let's go to the undercard here. Meatball. My, my fight of the night. And you know me, I was picking against Meatball. My fight but of the man, night. man, she showed up. Molly Meatball McCann versus Fire Fist. We'll talk about that name in a second. Ji Young Kim. First off, let's change her fucking name to Pillow Fist. Yeah. Because she is not a bad striker. No. She is sharp. Her footwork's great. She lands. But it doesn't fucking hurt. Molly McCann would walk right through her punches, say give me more, did not respect anything because fucking Jiang was hitting her. 134 strikes. She was fucking hitting her. She wasn't. Yeah. She, technically, there those shots were on point. But Molly was walking right through him, fucking bulking up, like right? yeah, hawking, yeah. flexing there. It's like, come on, let's go. Looking like a, a little uh, BJ Penn pointing at the middle mm. of, the, of the octagon. Her shots did more damage. And there was a accidental headbutt at the end of round one. Molly came out hot. I kind of sent you that text. Oh, yeah. Molly is fucking throwing bombs. She's clubbing. And she was hitting the shit out of her. A little bit reckless, though, a little bit wild. And it kind of led to an accidental headbutt. They've clashed heads. Molly goes down. And Jiang kind of like fucking lays on her from majority of the last of the round, of the first round. But towards the tail end, like the last 20, 30 seconds, Molly gets out of that fence and she starts throwing bombs again. Like she's trying to finish her and end the fight. Some people gave that fight to Kim, that round to Kim because of the, the control time after the headbutt. But I'm like, if your yeah. best move was a fucking accidental headbutt, you don't deserve that round. All the actual fighting was done by Molly. Second round, Molly came out. There was no accidental headbutt. Kind of fucking pieced her up a little bit. Got a takedown at the end of the round to kind of solidify it. And I think third round was all Molly again. It's kind of same deal. Stepping forward. Again, Kim has sharp technical striking. She can box for points. But, man, they have no damage. Did not, yeah. They did not stop Molly whatsoever. Meatball walked and her If you're going to win that fight, you're going to have to double volume the other person, right? Right. It's got to be like two to one for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, Molly wants that title. She still steps, steps away, but she has the heart. She yeah. definitely has the fucking heart. She kind of already a scrappy dude. This is 125? <laughs> yeah, 125. Mm. Look Good at luck that. at the top. She's not going to take those shots from Valentina, but nobody is. Yeah. Like, like, that's the race for second place. Yeah. She can hang with pretty much all those other women, though. Yeah. Anyone on that list, she can hang with. Grasso might give her fucking problems if she lands like that. Although, yeah. Kim fought Grasso. They had the decision. It was back and forth. Mm. So, Grasso did put Kim out. So, yeah, I, I, think, I think Molly can hang with anybody out there except for, obviously, Valentina. But I think that's a <laughs> foregone fucking conclusion. None of those fucking yeah. chicks are stepping up to the fucking bullet. So, I missed this fight transiting to your house. This one was, I mean, a clear win for Jack Shore. First round was his best round. He had top position. Um, Jack Shore versus Ludwig Shalian. He's from Tough, right? Yeah. Yeah, I recognize Yeah, he um, he basically got the off at the ground early in the first round. Almost got an arm and triangle. Had an arm triangle. Couldn't finish it, but he did just a nice fight IQ. He let it go and kind of took over the dominant position, controlled the rest of the round. Jack scores. Jack Shore was, you know, scoring well on the feet, but his striking leaves a lot to be desired. Again, a clear win for him. He's fought 15 and 0 now. They, they're trying to, they're trying to bump up in that bandweight, the bandweight division. But in that division, I just think he gets swallowed up. I don't, mm. I don't. Now, uh, Ludwig is an Olympic wrestler, so maybe it was Jack. Jack Shore is known for his grappling, submission specialist, 
very good wrestler, did not shoot much. He would only go for the takedown if Ludwig left himself open with a strike or mm-hmm. like a counter takedown. That did not shoot a double or a single or none of that shit the whole fight. And either Jack Shore was just overhyped or he knew he had this fight and was was playing his hand. So I don't want to over talk like maybe he's not as good as we thought he was because he was in control the whole the whole fight. It was never it's never in question. But he didn't have that killer instinct to finish and. Yeah, yeah, it's it kind of kind of bummed me out a little bit. Cause I was hoping he get a, a finish victory in this. He was the highest paid, highest priced guy on DraftKings. You know, the biggest favorite on the card, and he did not look like he was the biggest favorite on the card. Patty looked like he was the biggest favorite on the card. You know, yeah. he he just did not. Even or, or even Brunson looked like he should have been the biggest favorite on the card. He looked like a guy who won a pick'em fight. Um, all right, let's keep rolling. He has looked better before though. This Man. another candidate for fight of the night. Now, these guys, we knew what was going to happen. This was going to be a bomb fest. These the guys, not going to go Juicy J, Julian Arosa versus Charles Air Jordan. They do not waste time, especially Arosa. Arosa, I've never seen a fight of his that finished. Yeah. They are, you know, went to the cards. I've never seen one that went to the cards, and this one included with it. First round was a very tight contested round. Arosa had some times where he rocked Jordan. Jordan rocked him a few times. As you see there, the striking's pretty fucking even, 103 to 106. Jordan had a knockdown in round number two. I had it 2-1 uh, Jordan up until the fucking moment that Arosa subs him that Darce late in the in in third round. Yeah. He, was, he had round two for sure. Round one could have went either way. It depends what the judge fucking thinks. Whoever's sitting in that chair... Uh, I probably edge to Erosa, but again, that's one of those cards. That's one of those judges. Like one judge might say it one way, one judge might say it the other way. But that third round, Jordan was get like kind of getting that momentum, kind of getting that avalanche. But Erosa caught all the opening for that Darius, wrapped it up top, fell to the ground. Jordan didn't really show yeah. much uh, to get out of it, and then he got the tap late, and that, that Darius choke. I hooked that leg, and it was over. So yeah, Juicy J moves on. Charles Jordan, again, another young fighter, kind of has those flaws, leaving that chin open a little bit, throws too much jumping shit. Yeah. Like he wants to throw a jumping. He got kicked in the dick because he went to jump, and as Russell was trying to do a body kick and got himself kicked right in the fucking dick at one point in the fight. Keep your feet on the ground. Simplify it. Again, he's still young, though. He has lots of potential, I think. Still has a shot at being a champion one day like he says he wants to be, for sure. I would like to see him fight. Um, what, what weight class is this? Featherweight? Feather, I think, yeah. He seems a little small for Featherweight. Because is a lot bigger than him. And those guys, when he gets up there, like, like the Bar- mm-hmm. uh, the Gigas and the Barbosas, those are some yeah. big fucking dudes. So he mm-hmm. might want to think about cutting and going down a little bit. On the other side, I, you guys who told me he already has a fight book, but looking at the style, the way they stand, the way they fight, if I could have got a GCJ and uh, Shane Burgos fight, oh, I yeah. think that would be fucking lights out. Give me uh, Julian Arosa versus anybody that wants to sit there and bang like that. Yeah, Arosa comes to fight, man. Maybe Super Sadiq. Mm. Maybe Super Sadiq will be a good one. Sadiq Youssef yeah. will be a fun fight for him. That bottom half of that fifth top 15. Uh, all right, let's go to the first card yeah, of the night. a pretty fun fight to watch. I got two of well, middleweight or two of These are big-ass middleweights. Uh, middleweights. These are big, big fucking dudes. And Mark uh, andre all the talk coming out of Canada. Yeah, the for- power bar. Yeah. Versus champion, Dolce Lungiambula? Uh, Lungiambula. Yeah. I think Dolce's in the wrong division. He's, I think he's a welterweight. He's a big dude with a lot of muscle, but his sh- he's short. He's yeah. Really well, he's off his back foot a lot, too. Kind of reminds me of a Buckley. 
Yeah. Which is a good would be a good fight. Him and Buck could be a fun fight to watch. Uh this mostly uh took flight standing up. Mark Andre Barriott's my type of fighter. He stands in there, he sits in the pocket, throws with you. He was up two rounds to one going in that third round, and he still was trading yeah. with Dolce. I'm Comes forward, Comes works forward off his on. jab, his long he he uses his reach and stuff well. And never been finished. And that's one of the reasons why I was heavy on Mark going into this fight. Dolce's path to victory's always been knockout. Yeah. He can put people to sleep. There's some decent judo though, throws, but, you know. But Mark Andre Barrio does not get knocked out, and he's kind of proving it again here in this fight. Yeah. Uh, clear, kind of, kind of, you know, start to finish. He was in control of the whole fight, but it's a good, good fight to open up the card for sure. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have been J Mart versus uh, Rojo, which got canceled because yeah. of J Mart's weight cut. Good. But that would have been a fucking banger. Uh, but again, all, all in all, smooth, good night of fights. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of whiskey and wagers going down last night. Mm. And well, let's a, jump into that. Let's How jump into it. Whiskey and wagers. Fucking fuck my my UK parlay. That was four. Yeah, Tony had four leg a full in UK parlay. He had was it uh, five leg. Five leg. So I had the Jack Shore fight over two and a half. That hit. Aspinall hit. McCann hit. Patty, Patty hit, hit. And Tail fucked me. Tail fucked him at the end. It's funny because, like you said, I I picked Brunson to win the fight, but yeah. I was like, I had a feeling maybe Tail might be able to do it. Well, my one whiskey in the wagers bet that I put the official bet in. Got canceled. I had J Mart to win by TKO because I thought he was going to knock out Rojo. Mm. Uh, the other one was David Zavada. I liked him at Underdog Money. It was, a, it was a fair, it was close even fight. He was in it the whole fight, but he couldn't edge out that victory. And my last one was Brunson. Again, I thought there was no way in hell that Derek Brunson should have been the underdog. Mm-hmm. He's the higher ranked guy, has fought the better fighters, was on a huge winning streak, and mm-hmm. had way more past the victory. All that casual money coming hit on. Hit all that, hit all that, way more past the victory. So I, I laid Brunson in that hit for me. Also, on the DraftKings, I had me a night as well. My cash lineup really, really kind of was the backbone to it. Went through, um, and uh, you know, I cashed my cash lineup, so I doubled up my bankroll and had four separate six-for-six six lineups, four <laughs> different ones. Not one of them was the top one for sure, but again, I had a nice, you know, basically tripled, trip, tripled my entry going into mm-hmm. DraftKings yesterday. So I had a nice, nice Saturday afternoon. I got the fights in, had to spend time with the family afterwards. UFC, can we please get more afternoon Saturday mm-hmm. cards? Pay-per-views, I get it. Like You want to get that yeah. primetime pay-per-view money, but these cards are only fucking hardcores like us are watching. Yeah. Let's do that shit midday. midday. Let's do it. But yeah, Whiskey the Wagers was a success for, for me last night. I had a good one rolling forward. Got a week off to kind of watch more film on the, fight, on the cards coming up in a couple weeks. But yeah, ready, ready to go. We did. And it's the right time to give me that week off right for football. <laughs> right in time for football so I can go ahead and get into those draft games. Well, it's a different, that's a different podcast, though. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go into this week's drama. Let's do it. In MMA. So this was the thing I thought we were talking about uh, with that kick. That This is a Bellator fight. I didn't. It's MVP, right? Yeah. Uh, Michael Venom Page. Let's see if I can. I don't know if we could go full screen here. Uh, they might. I'm afraid they're gonna cut pull us off. Is this the one that that fucking dented his head? Oh, wait, watch it again. Oh, oh. is that the one that dented his head? No, that's not the one. That, who do no. you? Whose head did he dent? So he's bleeding there. Now wait till you see afterwards what he did to his nose. He like leans into it, cracks oh. him in the nose. Oh my god. Yeah, pretty nuts. That would make you lose in the Olympics. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Now watch. Look at his nose. Oh, shit. Now, it if. Is, <laughs> that is destroyed. Now, if 
That wasn't the guy who was paid just okay, to take that, that shot. That. He's the worst fighter of all time. Oh. So, just thought we'd share that. I mean, MVP us. has a bunch of highlight reel, yeah. but again, it's always who is he fighting, right? right. He fights these fucking cans, but hey, I'll watch some crush cans. Yeah, I watch, it's fun to watch yeah, fight. I'll watch, that. I'll watch some can crushing. Yeah. Why not? Um, Why don't you do it with finesse? So, I don't know if we talked about uh, Frankie Edwards. And we kind of talked about it. Got announced. Got announced. I think it's up here somewhere. Um, anyway, yeah, I think we talked about that. Sean O'Malley's hey, talking sh- shit. Jack Shore is not ranked. Sean O'Malley. Mm. Going to be a, a boring fight. Wanting to know your guys' thoughts. What do you think about? I, I don't think it'll be a boring. I don't think fight. it'll be boring. Neither one of those guys have really really boring fight. It might not be a fucking barn burner. Yeah. That you know, legendary fight, but. It's, you know Sean's trying to do. He's, I mean, that was supposed to be his fight. He turned it down. He already has history of it with Cheeto. You know, yeah. they, don't, they don't like each other. Cheeto's called him some choice words. <laughs> Cheeto has not mixed his words when it comes to Sean O'Malley. So he's just trying to fucking, he's playing sour grapes right now. He thought, I mean, I, all power to the guy for trying to negotiate and be hard on him, you know, and Dana for that fight. But Dana don't give a fuck. Dana has John Jones sitting. Right, John Jones is laying out right now, and he's like, "No, I'm not paying you more money." Mm. What the fuck do you think they're gonna do? It's never, it's never gonna change. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's keep rolling here. I think I actually opened this twice. There's always that next person that wants it. There is, yeah. So Vitor. De La Hoya is out fighting Victor Belfort. He's got, co- he's, he's getting replaced. beat up by COVID right now. Yeah, yeah, he's Vander vaccinated. Yeah, he's vaccinated. Is, yeah, this fight is in a week. Yeah, uh, you know, so like. Holyfield's ready for... Well, one thing I will say, Holyfield is always in shape. Right. He doesn't have an offseason. He doesn't balloon up. He trains with his son, who... I don't know if he's still in the NFL, but his son played football at Georgia, Elijah Holyfield. Mm. Was on the Lions last year. So he's an NFL athlete. He still works out with his son every fucking day. Yeah. So he's like, they're, they're, he has not lost a step. I st- he might still be the favorite in this fight. Mm. I don't know. I mean, he's old. It's a boxing Vitor's match. pretty juiced up. But it's a boxing again. match. You know? That's true. It's Vitor, a box. Holyfield's a, a monster. Is Man. Vitor going to do the Vitor rush? Come out just guns blazing? Would that, would that work? Would that even work? Might be like, his chance. Like, this guy handled Mike Tyson. Yeah. There, is your rush going to be harder than Mike Tyson's rush in a boxing match? I mean, that was, what, 30 years ago, 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, for Mike Tyson, though, too. Yeah, Vitor's been out of the game a while, too. And Vitor's not a boxer. Yeah. yeah. And you know, where's, T-tor. Where's, where's, <laughs> T-tor. Like he's not that no more. Yeah. You can tell by his traps. You can tell how much he's on. By his he's trap. back on something though. He's definitely improved. Well, you know, well, is, the, is this a, is this an exhibition or an actual fight? I don't know. If it's a pro, if it's an actual fight, you have to get tested. Hmm. I mean, I just I'm gonna edge Holyfield wins the fight. Yeah. I, I just I just think Vitor's not a boxer. I mean, we, I, we learned how much anything? bigger is Holyfield than Vitor though? He's got to yeah, be probably. much bigger. Well, Holyfield is a small heavyweight. Let's see. He's always was a small. Wasn't he a cruiserweight to start too? Yeah. He's a smaller dude. He's probably around two hundred five. Holyfield. I mean, Vitor's he's six foot two. And how big's Vitor? Probably five ten. Right, five ten, five eleven. Vitor was way bigger than De La Hoya, and we all thought De La Hoya was going to win, right? How, I mean, what's the age discrepancy? I mean, I know Vitor is no young buck. No, Vitor's pretty young. For, for like, the miles that he has, like, you're going to be shocked. Vitor is uh, six foot flat. They have him listed, but he's 185. Yeah. He's, 44, he's 44. He's 44. That's relatively young for the amount of fights that motherfucker has. 44 versus 58. Yeah. Uh, hey, we saw when... Uh, Herschel Walker hopped in the fucking strike force and beat the shit out of those fighters. An old ass man. Yeah. Again, it, I mean, it, I, you know, it's, I mean, in a, in a, a pure like fight. Holyfield is the better boxer. 
no argument. I'm like, there's no, there's no debate. And we've kind of learned, I mean, through fucking Jake Paul. Like, if you are a better boxer, you can win a boxing match over a guy who is harder than you, is more aggressive than you, has more fights than you. All, the, all that stuff doesn't matter if you can outbox this person in a boxing match. Like, isn't that what Jake Paul proved? Yeah. And Jake Paul has beat Tyron Woodley in a boxing match. Right. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to pick the better boxer forever now. Um, well, let's let's move to that Woodley, Jake Paul. Bullshit. Oh, he won't get a tattoo. What's going on with this tattoo thing? He mm-hmm. said he'd give he'd fight him again if he got a tattoo. With Jake well, wasn't Paul. that the original agreement too? Yeah, they had like a bet. Yeah, I mean uh, the bet is okay. Whatever. I'm not gonna tattoo your name on my fucking ass yeah. if you beat me. No. But if Tyron Woodley, that tattoo might make him ten million dollars to fight him again or something like. I don't know. So, what do you guys think of the fight in general? I mean, I think the Frozen one came out. <laughs> like, Tyron Woodley, again. Yeah. He just wasn't busy enough. This is the, I think he lost this by not knowing how to yeah. box. He, not like not physically knowing how to box. The fact that he did not know how to win a boxing match. I think match. he won maybe, what, two of the rounds? Three of the rounds? That, I thought I think two, I gave maybe Paul, three. Yeah, I think I, gave Jake, I think I gave Jake five out of seven. I mean, he definitely had. Or eight. The, I mean, was it? Woodley eight? definitely had the moment. Five of eight? Well, yeah. here's another thing, too. If you want to compare boxing matches, you think of... Um, Fury Wilder won. Mm. Fury won pretty much that whole fucking fight, right? But Wilder had that big moment they end called it a draw. That's kind of how this fight played out. Yeah. You know I think it was very similar to the way that fight t- yeah. played out. Uh, the biggest moment was when he knocked him into the ropes, right? It should have been a knockdown, didn't get counted for whatever reason. I'm, yeah. you know, I Willie just didn't know how, how to box in the sense of how to win a boxing match in that sport format. Physically, he throw punches. Yeah, he throws them hard. He wasn't getting hurt. Yeah, of course. He knows that much, but when it comes to a judge's scorecard, he didn't know how to win it. Also, you know, going down my my genre of conspiracy, did you see like one of the, the judge that picked Woodley in the fight got replaced last minute or some shit like that? Like Mm-mm. all like right before the fight started, like this judge got replaced the replaced of the, the judge that was supposed to be there out of nowhere and they, hmm. they became the judge. That's the one that ended up picking Tyron Woodley. Huh. So <laughs> there's there's some uh judge gate going on in this fight as well. I mean it's time to just respect Jake Paul for what he is. Like you're gonna hate him as a person all you want, but he can hold his own in a boxing ring. He mm-hmm. can do it. Is he gonna be a champion? No. I mean, I think I think the way he got extended in that fight shows if he fights a real boxer, he's gonna get fucked up. Yeah, for sure. If he fights a real boxer, he's gonna get fucked. Like there was whispers of Andre Ward. Andre Ward would fucking kill this guy. It would be. I don't care how long he's been retired. It would be a fucking fucking ass yeah. shaving. Yeah, for sure. And, well, I think he's, quote, retired right now, mm. Jake Paul, which is probably yeah. a good thing because... Well, who is he fighting now? I mean, I don't know. He put him in there. Yeah. He's going to start ch- still cherry pick. You know, I think, like... Uh, yeah, don't fight Nate the smaller Diaz guys. Like the like Diaz. huge numbers. Well, Diaz might beat him, though, too. But I say Masvidal, it would have good odds. He fights Masvidal or somebody like that. Smaller right. too. So right. quit fighting smaller guys. Like, fight somebody your weight class. Right, that's, what, you know? that's, that's where I'm, I'm getting at. Like, even the Connor fight now, after Tyron Woodley... Do we want to see Connor? Connor's no. fucking small. Yeah, no. Connor's Tyron Woodley is way bigger than Connor. And Connor fights like an MMA fighter too. Right. And yeah. when he did against Floyd, he did for the most part. That's a fight I might want to look at. Floyd yeah. Mayweather versus Jake Paul. Yeah, but I'd rather see like a boxer, like an actual boxer that's been legit in that weight class fight, Jake Paul. Right. But I don't I mean, want to see like a little. What is he? I don't know. He beat the fuck out of his brother. Yeah. But... <laughs> way bigger than him, you know. I want to see. Yeah, but I think like. A guy their size that's been a professional boxer for a long time would. Oh, that's Ward. Yeah, Andre Ward is the one. If you yeah. want to go that route, he's retired. 
He's Seems got like injuries. a natty, Triple G or somebody. He's, com- he's coming out of retirement to fight him. His Maybe manager, his manager whispered on Rogan a few times. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been trying to talk Andre into doing it. Uh, yeah. What's the what would the weight class? What would the weight class be? Like the boxers? One ninety. Is that what they they fought at? I think one ninety. Yeah. One eighty five in that range. Yeah. I uh, mean, but it's again. I think the Connor fight's dead. I I don't know the interest is going to be there. I know Connor's going to do a shit to try to sell it, but like, yeah. You're anyone who knows anything about fighting, he's just like Tyron Willie, but smaller. Right. Yeah, I don't know who you like. Dylan Dennis. No, that's definitely gone now. Nobody definitely wants to see that shit. After Askren and Woodley, he's a jiu-jitsu guy anyway, right? But before yeah, there was mystery, there was mystery in Paul. Now we know Paul can handle his own with the gloves on. So like you have to, you have a real challenge now for people to. For the thing about Jake Paul though, he has that safety cushion. His fans, he's gonna get a million buys, right? No matter who he puts in that fucking ring with him, he can fight bum ass Tommy Fury, who's <laughs> who, who he'd probably be the shit up with Tommy Fury though. Honestly, let's see. I mean. Even like Canelo, like Canelo can fight at light heavyweight. Canelo beat the shit out of him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like give him a Sergey Kovalev, Andre Ward. Yeah. Well, again, Ward's the one. Yeah. Undefeated. He's he had to retire because of injury. Yeah, I mean, unless you give him like a small guy who's like really good, like Pacquiao. Pacquiao, Ryan Garcia, something mm, like that. Spence. You know? Spence. Like Lomachenko, Lomachenko. Lomachenko. Yeah, Lomachenko might fuck. Lomachenko fucks him up too. Mm-hmm. I mean, a Pacquiao fight might not be would probably be, be a good move. That might be a better move than Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, Pacquiao's coming off some losses and uh, you know looking a bit slower. And, and it's and the boxer category. Like, you already beat MMA fighters in boxing. Yeah. Now. I think that that well's dry. Yeah, that let's let's dry. go the other route though. Fight let's go back to James Tony did it. No, like it's not gonna happen. No, send file. him to the cage. <laughs> no boxer in the right mind would ever stop in a cage. Yeah, there's no way. There's too much. There's too much to learn. Yeah. Like it's 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 not okay. People are gonna get pissed. It's a lot easier for an MMA fighter to go into a boxing ring because they're used to getting fucking punched for once. Mm-hmm. Two, they have somewhat boxing experience. Yes, not the same, but they have that. It's not that big of a step. When you go from a boxing ring to a fucking cage, it's a different world. There's like kick your legs, kick your, take you down, you. choke you, break your arms. There's yeah. so many different things like, you gotta like worry a, about. I wouldn't mind seeing like maybe like Dustin Poirier fucking fight him. He's that's a pretty good boxer. Too. Yeah, that's another one too. You know, but or bring one of those striking coaches over, Fazeev or fucking Brad Riddell. But, Let them fight him. Yeah, also Dana's got to be in there. He beat Kobe's ass. <laughs> Although it would be interesting with Kobe's pace. Kobe will tire his ass out. Kobe if he could will, not get knocked out. Yeah. yeah, he might. And I think he won't. Yeah. Like Woodley, I mean not Woodley. Uh, I think that's what Woodley's like, problem was just his volume. Like if he'd have been, just been more active, he would probably beat. Usman beats him, him too. Yeah. Usman beats Jake Paul. Oh, yeah. I think so. Kamara Usman beats a boxing match. Kamara uh, Usman does it. But Dana's not gonna let those guys go either. Dana's not just gonna let all these top names go out there just in case. You're not gonna get. Dana talks money. But you're not gonna. <laughs> yeah. But if say if Dustin Poirier or Kamara Usman go out there, and even if it's a, a fight like it happened with Woodley, where it's a, a decision kind of lackluster type fight, yeah. that puts a shot in the UFC. That's gonna be hard to fucking to, to, to heal that wound. Yeah. Now, in older fighters, not that big a deal. A uh, Nate Diaz, who's you know again been fighting for 20 years, you could sell that. But if you get a current champion and he does not beat Jake Paul. That's gonna be trouble. Yeah, that's gonna be trouble for sure. Also, let's dead the Nunez, the, the, the Amanda Nunez stuff. He fucking Amanda Nunez up. <laughs> I I thought Nunez would give him a run for the money. No, he'd no, fuck Amanda yeah, Nunez. He'd, yeah, he'd fuck Amanda Nunez up. 
Uh, all right, let's see what else we got here. So did we already look at this? I think we did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We looked at that. We talked about Woodley. Uh, this fight. Be the about, yeah, Shane Burgos again. I'm sign me up anytime Shane Burgos wants to fight. And Billy Q, same deal. It'd be a scrappy one. I don't know. I, I like Billy Q in this fight. Yeah, um, I think maybe the grappling might be the that's, difference. That's gonna be the difference. I think. I think if it gets ugly, if Burgos starts hurting him, one thing about Burgos, he's tough to finish. Like he, it took a a ghost to knock him out yeah. against <laughs> to trip him. Yeah. yeah, to trip him against Barbosa, that delayed knockout. Yeah. Uh, but Billy Q is an awkward, awkward fighter. It's tough angles, strange footwork. Does not stop. I'd say Bar- Burgos will have the edge early on in the fight as he's fresh, but as this thing goes, Billy Q, I think, wears on him and gets it done late. Yeah. Probably a late choke. Uh, I agree. All right. So this this is maybe a little insensitive. But... Oh, I, I think I already see. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. And I oh, like no. It just this, this post is locked. Ha, ha, ha. I almost died. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it was bigger this dude. Zobaczymy jak Ćwiarcon odpowie swojemu przeciwnikowi. No mówię, 45 kg większy. Różnica, ale... It's like the one where he jumps in the pool and it makes the Mario sound. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if anybody was offended. <laughs> oh, man, oh man, some days I hate the internet. <laughs> Other days I am madly in love with this boat. <laughs> I did not know. What it, I thought maybe like someone would shit themselves. Yeah, that was gonna or be really booger bad. comes out or something like that. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> he's just kind of talking the size of it. They're fucking midgets. They're both. Yeah, but that midget has like sixty pounds on that midget, they're, they're, they're and not, that midget. They're not sixty. It's closer pounds. to not being a midget. They're not. Midget. They're not this one's like still growing. He's young. <laughs> no, that, that was young as hell. They're done as soon as they come out. They're born midgets. You didn't know that? They, get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. I, I've known midgets in my past. That's not true. They're little people. Okay? In your past, people. what happened to them? They didn't make it? They have short lifespans, too. <laughs> oh, no. Do they? I guess I've never seen a real old midget. No, this is a fucking pun, dude. Not a wrinkle. I know, but <laughs> I got the pun, but like I've never actually. It made me think. I'm like, you gotta oh. watch Tippy Toes. You guys uh, watch Tippy Toes? No. Oh, it's a great movie with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, where his wife, he marries this girl, doesn't meet her family. She meets her family. And they're all midgets. Gary Oldman's in it too, and like he's all freaked out. He's like he's like afraid of them though. He's like he's like, he's like it's a phobia. And 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 then like and then then like he, they have a baby, and the baby comes out like that too as well with whatever. And there's a scene where the baby's crying. He's just pissed off. It's your fault. The baby's a fucking midget. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Oh my it's god. Called Tippy Toes. It's like one of those bad good movies, you know. But he's got like Gary Oldman in there and I shit too. Like I've seen it. I mean, oh like man! Talked about this movie recently. Yeah, I want to say like like 2010s. How terrible, awful. <laughs> like it's relatively new too. Like yeah. it's not like it's an old, but yeah. So yeah, tippy toes. Check it out, everybody. <laughs> tippy? Like t- I think so. Yeah, tiptoe or tiptoes maybe. <laughs> Let's look this up. Uh, you watch tip- the trailer. Tiptoes. Oh, oh, here it is. Peter Dinklage. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh um, man! Moving on to the other small people. <laughs> uh, confirmed fight: Charles Oliveira, Poirier, UFC 269. Was this confirmed 11. today? I've seen it like a few days ago. God, listen, I, I thought Dustin was this debating was if he didn't take it. Oh wow! Maybe maybe I, the, the, what I was reading was old. But rights. I mean, Dustin, I guess I guess the Nate Diaz fight falls through. 
right? The Nate Diaz fight wasn't happening. Yeah, Connor's too banged up. Connor's too banged up. I mean, he deserves his. He's. I mean, in my mind, he's the champion. I think yeah. Dustin Poirier is the, is the champion. He he was the interim <laughs> champion for Khabib, right? Came out, fought Khabib, came close to choking him. Lost Khabib hasn't lost since. So technically, he's the champion. No, no one, none of these guys have beaten him. Um, but yeah, go for it. It's a tough fight for him though. Oliveira's on fire. I'm definitely picking Dustin in this fight. Yeah, it's gonna be a scrap though. I think he's the best one on fire in the world. But yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a fun one. It's I think this kind of is gonna finally wash Khabib off that title. Because hmm. I still think he still has that. It's it's Khabib's belt that people are just walking around, you know, doing cosplay champion with. Mm-hmm. And this one's gonna kind of springboard it because when these two guys fight, it's okay. We have that top dog now that's left in this division. Who's gonna come and get these guys? Yeah. Uh, all right. Little drama and. Newscasters, yeah, podcast world, talking shit. Let's about join Rogan in. Maybe they'll start talking shit about us. Yeah, maybe. Um, so basically, this all goes on. A lot of people don't like Ariel Hawani. Was this? So they were that. talking shit about his release from ESPN. No, 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 no. This is based on his. Well, the Rogan part was basically his talk about his beef with Dana White. Okay. Yeah, because I, I watched the Rogan, which clips. was related to the release of ESPN, yeah. which was part of that. Where so, Rogan was talking about how like he. Leaked the Donna Brock stuff. thought Dana thought Helwani was kind of a mole and leaking shit before it was supposed to come out. Yeah, he's always said that. Yeah, Dana. losing some of its luster once you know he releases it before Dana releases it. It you know it looks and, bad. And, and he he Rogan's point was basically that Helwani uh, uses like the shield that I'm a journalist is what I do. He'll do. You're not like freeing slaves or like right. helping. You know, you're not whistleblowing right now. This is going to be released. You're just doing it before you're getting ahead of the, you're cutting line basically. Mm-hmm. And so Hawani took offense to that and basically denied what he was saying and all that. But that's- yeah, because Rogan I think explained it well. Like Hawani was just releasing stuff that was going to get released anyway. It Later wasn't in the like day. he was breaking some scandal. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh, some there's some they're hiding drug tests or something like that. It was like Dana no, White sleeping with female fighters. Right. You know, not anything crazy like that. It's there's a fact. Stuff that was going to come he, out. Anyway. Like, the big one with the Brock Lesnar for UFC 200. When mm. Brock Lesnar got announced, Ariel broke that before the UFC did the uh, did the whole fucking promo package, and they basically stole the thunder from that. Whatever. Mm. Um, so that's where that beef came from. Dana White. So Dana White's last straw with Ariel. That's why Ariel wasn't around, allowed to be around backstage during events. It was like Ariel went through this whole big thing about like all the stuff that Dana White would not allow him to do once Disney or ESPN bought them, whatever or that ESPN Plus shit. So that's why he ended up leaving ESPN. He's like, I'm done with this. I, I'm, I'm not getting anything done. Shaw was basically. Talking shit during his fight companion about because Hawani was on the Jake Paul broadcast. I think initially he says that the only reason Ariel got that is because he turned it down, which could be true. Who knows? The shop works for fucking Showtime. They could have asked him, you know. Um, also has connection with the Paul brothers, so he has a lot of connects with that. And then um, then he started talking afterwards, like 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 emphasizing, like you know, everyone I talk to says that he's terrible to work with, and he's this. He's like basically a terrible person to work with. Um, and Hawani obviously took offense to that, but and Shaw apologized. I guess reached out to him privately. Said I'm sorry. I yeah, so he reached out to me this morning and apologized to me for regurgitating false lies. I said thanks for reaching out, Brendan. I look forward to you doing it on air the same way you said lies about me. You should probably go on air and rectify it the same way. Hmm. I mean that's kind of a shitty way to accept an apology, but I yeah. And, but then he then he. I mean, Errol Hawani is a huge pro wrestling fan too. And he even said in it, he goes, I'm not, no more high road Helwani. Now I'm going to be Ariel Heelwani. So I don't know if he's playing this up to try to get some kind of, yeah, you know, internet beef. Yeah, 
and he I like like it's a seed of truth for sure. But he's I'm gonna run with this now because this is gonna get some fucking traction. Right. We're talking about it, right? Yeah. I guarantee a lot of fucking MMA podcasts are talking about this right now, right? right? And that could be what he's trying to do, where he's not a lie, but he's embellishing. And I think that's really what we're getting at right here. Right. Um, all right. And then I don't know if you guys saw this. Boxing match, eight round, Anderson Silva against Tito Ortiz again. I did. September eleventh. This is uh the, the same card. Same card, eight Saturday. rounds. Mm. Um, I don't know how you feel about Silva Ortiz. Oh, Silva's gonna beat the shit out yeah, of him. I think Silva's gonna Silva beat just him. beat uh, Cesar Chavez, right? And we can say yeah. about his training, but that guy's a fucking pro boxer with sixty pro fights, whatever. You know, yeah. fuck Canelo for it. You know, but it's then Tito Ortiz is not a good boxer. He was even yeah. a good striker in MMA. You know, he's a wrestler. I mean, it's gonna be and Tito Ortiz. I don't know how he's medically cleared to fight because he is not mentally all the way there. <laughs> <laughs> like he is out of his fucking mind. Well, so looks like you guys both have silver for this. I think Ortiz has got a chance. That's a guy that might be interesting for Jake Paul. Anderson Silva. Could be. Similar weights, similar size, mm. former MMA I think fighter. He knocks out Silva, though. I don't Maybe think he not. does. Maybe, Maybe Silva's not. Maybe not. Quick yeah. enough to avoid all those. Again, Silva went in there with Chavez, who was, a, like, we all know, like, his dad said he didn't train hard, but this guy grew up around boxing, right? Grew up in the gym. His dad has statues in Mexico for how the legend that his dad is the boxer, right. and he has what six, like I said sixty pro fights himself. And he went and beat him in his first fucking not his first. He I guess uh, Silva had some pro matches like long, long time ago, early in his fight right. career. But uh, that that kind of interested me. Uh, uh, Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Did we talk about Rose and? We leave. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We already talked. We about talked that. about the colonization. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well then, I think that wraps it up this week for in the car. Yeah, no uh, preview, right? No car this week. Get out there! It's fall time, right? Labor Day weekend, right now. We're recording this. Have some fun before that weather gets total shit. Especially if you live around us. Yeah, don't get bad. Go out there, have some fun. You got about what up. a six, seven weeks left. Yeah, that's it. Who knows here? Yeah, who knows here? I mean, I've had some 80 degree days in fucking February and yeah, October. Exactly. So who knows the fuck it's going to be? Yeah. But yeah, so no, no pay per view that we'll review that next week's show. Kind of talk about it. it's going to be Span and Anthony Smith, which you yeah. know, not really coming back with a bang, but yeah. not too far off from that Bokanowski and uh, Ortega fight. Oh, the Connecticut series. We'll talk about. The, we'll we talk about the Connecticut series last week. Nah, we'll uh, talk about. Well. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, the contenders. We have another one coming started, up Tuesday. Right. Contenders yeah. series come back. Some good knockouts. Got one fight. Both guys got the contract, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Alta Marino. Candelario and... Uh, Alta Marino, right? Alta Marino. Alta Marino, Marino. yeah. Motherfucker yeah. looks like a Richie uh, Valens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should call him La Bamba. Uh, the big knockout in the main event. Mm. Um, fun fight. What's the one? The fight with the eye poke. That was... Uh, oh, right. Fuck. That was a good fight, That was a too. great fight. That, that was Lopez and... Um, Sousa, was it? No, Lopez and... He had like three names. B. His last name was a B. Brito. Brito, Brito and Lopez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Brito yeah, and that Lopez. Yeah, that was a good fight. Again, the Contender Series comes out on Tuesday again. Um, I had a nice little parlay hit for the Contender mm. Series uh, over that. We'll come back. Uh, okay, maybe I'll drop a little bit of whiskey and wagers on Tuesday. Uh, check our Instagram and Twitter for how I yeah. feel about those Contender Series fights. Again, it's back. I love it. This is better than uh, fucking tough. There's yeah. no need for tough no more. Let's get to the fights. You get a little bit of backstory. Give me that little backstory when they're getting their know, promo. I was like, what is it? It's almost three hours long, though, right? Yeah. The yeah. series? Like, listen, yeah. can we just break this down to, like, 45 minutes? I mean, yeah. you don't have to watch it live. You can go, die, especially I mean, with the plus. Yeah. Yeah. Fast forward yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, the because the reason I like this because it's not about winning the fight. You can win the fight, and not get a fucking contract. You got to go out there and show out. So these guys put on some fucking fights to try to get that UFC contract. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll tweet about that, talk about that on Tuesday night as well. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I think that's a wrap for this week, right? Yeah, that's a wrap. All right, see you next wrap week. Wrap it up. Push.